Welcome to another episode of the Entire Task Podcast. I'm the COO, Amin Rahmani. This is the show where our CEO, Marnie Melrose, and I interview successful business owners and coaches who share their stories, strategies, and insights to help you achieve your goals faster than ever before. Today on this episode, Marnie interviews Noah Mittman, who is a professional filmmaker. He gets clarity from recognizing where his strengths are and from knowing that his superpower is video. He gets power from being a creator, impacting the world in a positive way and being able to provide for his family. Noah follows through from his belief that exhaustion from being in action is so much better than the frustration of procrastination. Listen on for his story. All right. So today I have Noah Mittman with me, and he is going to share with us on the entire task podcast what he did and why he started his business. Noah, why don't you at the very beginning here give us an understanding of where you started out from, where you're from, (laughs) and what gave you. And what gave you the idea to start a business? Let's see. So I was born in 1989. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Where were you born? (laughs) I was born in Menlo Park, California, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. I I know that area well. Gorgeous, beautiful, mountainy, evergreen Colorado. Nice. And I'm not moving. (laughs) Like I'm done. I'm happy. Oh, it's the best. No, but yeah, for my business, man, what a crazy story. So... Let's see. I've been, I mean, it really, it does stem back a long time though. I've been a filmmaker for 15 years now. I started in high school and I really did it for fun for the first however many years. I probably, let's see. So 2006 to like 20, yeah, first like six years, I just did it for fun. And I had a good friend of mine at some point say, Hey, you know, like I've been doing it for a while. I was like, you know, you're good enough to do this professionally, right? And I like that was just this huge light bulb moment for me of like, oh my God, I could actually make a living at this. And like, that would be amazing. That would be like the coolest job ever. So, get played to pay, right? Exactly. I know, (laughs) like, getting paid to press record is still mind blowing to me. It's, I get to be creative, you know, professional creatively or creatively professional, which is really cool. Uh, So, I launched in 2012. I got my LLC for like 50 bucks and it was (laughs) super easy. And, uh, yeah, I did a few years of freelance. I'm just kind of getting whatever job because I, I'll say this. I went to film school. I almost graduated film school. I haven't graduated, but it's also not necessary to graduate from film school to work. So I had all this experience and I just kind of took it out there. The one thing though that film school does not teach you is how to run a business. It doesn't teach you rates. It doesn't teach you how to make money. And that is... So all these kids are coming out of film school with just, oh, cool. Like You can make a cool shot. You can like record sound well, but like you have no idea how to work. And so I had to give myself a crash course in that. And it really got turned up in 2018, beginning of 2018, like end of 2017, when I realized, I was like, okay, I've been kind of jumping job to job here, taking whatever comes, doing Uber to fill the gaps occasionally. And I had a baby boy on the way. 
And I was like, oh my God, okay, I'm starting a family. I need to get Become serious. An adult? Yeah, I need to start, I need to start adulting. Exactly. <laughs> like somebody's gonna be counting on me. Uh, I have a family <laughs> that I need to support. So switched from just finding whatever I could to really focusing on video marketing for small businesses and entrepreneurs in Colorado. And that was actually crazy. It was really successful. We did, I, I kind of built a subscription program for mm-hmm. businesses that you can get month. I still have a couple subscription clients right now. Thank God a couple have hung on through COVID. And that was really a turning point because if, from the beginning of 2018 through the end of 2019, I went from doing 50, 60K a year, did over 180,000 in revenue in two years. And I really was like, okay, like I've figured something out here. And uh, then COVID hit. And most of that business, unfortunately, what happened, the reality for, for me is that people didn't view marketing as like essential money for them. Mm-hmm. They really like, okay, we got to keep the lights on, but like they, marketing is what gets you more business. And a lot of them, yeah. right? I would it's think kind of that would decision. be the last thing I would cut. Me too. <laughs> we're, we're a little bit low on funds right now, but like I'm still putting marketing money in. Yeah. I'm putting 10 bucks a day in Facebook ads. Because it's bring, getting eyes on us. It's still important. Yeah. That's where I'm spending. I'm not really spending on anything else. So I had to kind of pivot on that because there wasn't as much video marketing work. And mm-hmm. I realized that online courses is probably a better way to go and a safer way to go for COVID and economy. And everything's moving online anyway. And there's absolutely. really the online course market is absolutely exploding and will continue it's to explode. Booming. Huge, yes. right? So Absolutely. Like, okay, this is an opportunity. And, and I think education as a whole is yes. changing because honey, yeah, honey, yeah, absolutely. You know, people don't want to learn from a teacher who's been taught something. They <laughs> right. want to learn from somebody who's actually a professional that's well, yeah, doing their thing. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. No, I could not agree more. That's another problem I had with film school is that a lot of the, the professors, quote unquote, were people that were just professional teachers. And it was like, you're teaching me about broadcast television when you've never made broadcast broadcasted. Television. What the? F- how, why would I yeah. listen to you? Like, you know, it's funny. It's I I didn't even know this about you when we started to talk here, but my son's actually been in film since grade six. Yeah, and he's now in his first year of university. There you go. And I'm like hey, are you ready to come and help me out in the business? And he's like, well, I don't know. I don't know enough to do that yet. Yes, and I'm does. like- You need to push him to do it. Because that's honestly, <laughs> tell him from, from me, who is a, I've been a professional filmmaker for almost well, 10 years now. make him watch this. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you learn from, so hello, your son. <laughs> you learn Bobby. from experience. Hello, Bobby. You learn from experience. You learn from the most valuable part of school for me was getting on set, getting into action, not sitting in a classroom and like learning theory and learning whatever. No, it was like, let's go make stuff. Let's go do. And you learn through the process. The only difference between school and (laughs) the only process, the only difference between school and working, you're always learning. It's just whether or not you're getting paid to learn. Yes. Right? Like everybody's always 
you're constantly learning. You're constantly here and you're probably good enough to at least start for sure for you, like for your setup. Yeah, absolutely. Get them in there. It's massive. And yeah, I agree that the online, like education is fundamentally changing now. It's going to be online. I think systems and processes and schools are changing to where probably virtual learning is going to be a thing, a part of it for a long time, if not forever. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. again, this online course boom is happening. So man, it's just what a time to get into it. So what I really found with my niche on this is taking my filmmaking background and teaching my courses on teaching course creators, especially first-time course creators, how to make their courses look, sound, feel, and sell more professionally through video. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I'm all in. So let's talk about that. So how do you, let's answer two questions for me. The first question being, how do you get clarity and do you use the same process with your people who go on to your courses or do you use a different process with them to get clarity or the same process? That's an interesting question because for me, there was a difference in mindset between like just doing my thing and -hmm. like creating and explaining and teaching how I do it. Mm -hmm. So I had to really dive into like, okay, what do I think is a cool way to teach this? And now with response from students, it really works for them and it breaks it down into a simple way. And I have fun with it. There's jokes in it. You're laughing, you're smiling. Like it's a good time. It's not like we're going to learn film and now we're filming. It's trying to be good. So hopefully my light bulb moments of like how to teach how to do things in the simplest way provides people, my students with light bulb moments of, oh, this is how you do it in an easy way. And from the feedback that I've heard is it really works for them. But yeah, you're saying in terms of like, mindset of how I get clarity. I really try to reverse engineer stuff. Like I know what my strengths are, like my superpowers video mm-hmm. and really seeing what I think it's based off of like my taste. Like what do I find cool? What do I find helpful? What are people doing out there that I agree with? And how can I make those ideas into my own thing? Because it's not starting from scratch, right? Like there's no need to reinvent the wheel at this point. There's so much content out there. So it's like studying who's doing it well Mm -hmm. and seeing what your version of that way of would be. Right. That's kind of where I get, you know, so I'm just like, hey, who's succeeding? What can I do that is my version of that? And it works because it already worked for them because you're not, I'm not like, I think the idea, especially with trying to like make a product or make, you know, a course or whatever is, I, I wouldn't say start from absolute scratch because there's so much working out there. If you can mm-hmm. take an element of what's already working that you're that excites you and incorporate that, you're going to have a faster path to success on by yourself. Got it. Than and just so like what- starting from zero and not having any input, which doesn't make any sense to me. Right, right, exactly. And so you were mentioning some of the people that you look up to. Who yeah. are some of your heroes? Oh man, let's see especially in the course space, Parker Wallbeck, he does mm-hmm. uh, full-time filmmaker and course creator pro absolute genius. You need, if you haven't seen, you need to go just, if you've ever thought about doing a webinar, go watch the full-time filmmaker or the course creator pro webinar. It will blow your mind. It's the best webinar I've ever seen in my life. It's automated. So it's not it's like amazing. live but he incorporates visuals and titles and animation. And like, it's so engaging to watch 
that yeah, it, it literally, I have a rule that I'll share for my course. Actually, it's for promotion for your course for whatever. Only stay on your face if you're talking head, like mm-hmm. delivering information. Only have your face on screen ten seconds or less at a time. Mm-hmm. Other than that, titles, visual aids, videos, pictures, whatever you can do to make it interesting, make mm-hmm. it watchable. It really has an impact on watchability. So like with that, more people are going to make it all the way through your content and more people are going to get the message that you're trying to put out there. He's great in terms of, because there's the course creation side and then there's the marketing side, right? Like there's the, you have to make your course and then sell your course. For me, one of the best salespeople on this planet, in my opinion, is Russell Brunson from ClickFunnels. Expert Secrets, his book was an absolute textbook for me for my marketing and my building an audience and building content ideas and doing all that stuff. He's a legend. And then the person that really got me into the thinking about course creation in a different way and you know how to price it and what to put all that, putting all the elements in and putting my podcast together, all that stuff is Amy Porterfield. Changed my life. Really, really incredible. And just gave me the permission to be like, because it was interesting, actually. <laughs> Russell's all about stack a bunch of stuff together, make it the best possible offer ever. I was like, okay, cool. This is overwhelming a little bit, which is great. Like the the sales are there. I get it. You need a really good offer. Amy goes, okay, hold up. You have all your ideas. That's great. Start with something simple. So I was like, okay, what's worked the best for me so far? And it's this film your online course at home course that I had. I was like, I'm going to start just pushing this and then I'll grow as I grow, but I can at least get this out and get it working for people. And getting it into the world. And then I can kind of build on top of that. So a mi- there's like a mixture of everything here, but those, yeah, just in terms of like, who's really inspiring me and showing me kind of how to do it right. I would say those, go check out those people. And just out of curiosity, where do you host your course uh, materials? Great question. <laughs> so the course itself is on Thickific and the funnel to get to the course to sell mm-hmm. it is through ClickFunnels. So when you buy it I would it have expected when you said uh, right. Russell Brunson. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that being said, though, I was a fan for years before I actually bought it. Mm-hmm. I've been following his content for five years if, or, or more. But yeah, you go through ClickFunnels for the webinar to get, you know, actually purchase it. And then it shoots you over to where it's hosted on Thinkific. And you actually get to go. Because it's just, a, I will say this, ClickFunnels is great at selling courses, great at selling stuff, but it's less strong at hosting, which is fine. You just like put a button on your thank you page and it takes you over to the Thinkific course and it's solid from there. So it's super smooth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's great. So let's talk about power or you could also say willpower. So what was it that inspired you about deciding, first of all, that you wanted to be on film? And then what is it that keeps you coming back every day when you have those hard days, when things get really (laughs) tough and you're like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. 2020 has been like the what the hell year. (laughs) I think I saw like the best, I saw a design yesterday for socks with the number 2020, but it was in like the shape of a middle finger. Yeah. (laughs) 
I was like, that's exactly what this year needs. Right. No, yeah. So, uh, man, great story for what I like started me in filmmaking. I was sixteen, fifteen, mm-hmm. and I what I used to do back in the day because I just was a movie geek and I was too ADHD for school was I would rent five movies from Blockbuster and ride home, get a sandwich and literally watch all five back to back. And that was like a great Saturday for me. I had dark room movies. It was amazing. No wonder I became a filmmaker. But I, one day I saw, I'm a freak for behind the scenes documentaries on uh-huh. movies, like uh-huh. featurettes. And I saw the behind the scenes for The Matrix. And oh, I, I bet really that would have been interesting. Really, it's actually on YouTube. It's fantastic. But I, what mm. I saw was, oh my God, like there's a whole crew of people making this movie, meaning there's a bunch of jobs and stuff to do on set. I could actually do this. So that was like, okay, this is like viable. I could like actually become this. And that kind of set me on the path to, so like, if that cool of a movie has a whole crew behind it, I can make stuff like that eventually. And that got me kind of started. And then oh, what was the, 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 oh yeah, the, what gets me out of bed in the morning. Um, yeah. Or what keeps you going when things are tough? Yeah, I think the fact that I've tried to have quote unquote like adult jobs before and they just <laughs> never worked out. And I just, whether I wasn't happy or it just wasn't a good fit, this, I have to do this because it is what I'm excited about. It is what's working. It's still following my passion. I got this tattoo on my arm. It's uh-huh. a shutter. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Yeah, it's a film shutter. So that's my commitment I made years ago to make the majority of my income off of video and film and whatever, something in the creative field. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think the, no matter how hard the day is, I still get to choose my own hours. I work crazy yep. hours, but I still get to choose them. Yes. And I have that and time. you can, them. especially in having children, I think- yeah owning your own business or being in charge, you can say, Hey, I have to go drop my kid off at school, pick my right. kid up, go to soccer, whatever. You can take that little right? break. Yeah, exactly. And the, it, that's uh, working a half hour later in the night. You're not clocked in. I, the clocking in thing doesn't work for me. The asking for time off and it not being granted doesn't work for me. And the, I think the creative freedom and really like the ability to do stuff like this. This is awesome. We're at almost 12 o'clock on a Monday. Like the only yeah. way you can do this is if you're a full on entrepreneur and right. that Although, kind of level of freedom, I love. You know, it's interesting. I think that a lot of the people who are employees now who, who are working from home right. are starting to get some of the starting benefits to understand. that yeah. we saw that we exactly. see. And I, I wouldn't really be surprised if it's another wave of like that. people that see that, oh, I could like do this at home. And then, oh, I wonder if like that side project or passion that I was been brushing off for years could actually work in the same scenario. Yep, it can. There's a big movement towards that. There's yeah. a big movement. So it'll be really interesting in the next few years how things kind of roll out. I'm so, so interested. I'm, I'm excited and interested to see. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So let's let's talk about your moonshot. We talked about that at the beginning. What was your moonshot? What is your moonshot? Where are you going? I think it's just pretty simple. It's just to follow the passion and to follow the thing. It kind of changes over mm-hmm. time. It's just like what what am I excited about? And what am mm-hmm. I what where's the energy for me to keep going after the stuff I'm going after? And mm-hmm. if it 
if that energy like slows down or like I'm forced to pivot, what can I get excited about for, you know, this next day? So that's kind of the moonshot. And I think the real moonshot though, is just, is to run my own thing and is legacy is leaving an impact is helping people is feeling creatively fulfilled, all that stuff, just being a creator and, and being able to impact the world in a positive way and provide for my family. So what it sounds like to me, is really like when people say living your purpose, it sounds like you're really living your purpose. Yeah. And that's really like the, you know, when there's a hard day and I just know I need to get back after tomorrow and just like, you go back to that. Exactly. It's, this is my purpose. I know this is my purpose. This is what I've been chasing for and doing for 15 years and I'm 31. So like half my life already. And I just got to keep going because I know it's going to pay off because I keep having good things happen and things work out because I'm on the right path. That's awesome. And if it's hard, there are yeses when there need to be yeses. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? Absolutely. So let's talk about our last kind of area that we like to talk about. Although I'm kind of changing it a little bit, adding new things (laughs) into it, just like I added the moonshot into it. So how do you create your goals right now? And how do you kind of keep yourself on track to those goals? And then how do you follow through on once you've made those goals? How do you follow through on those? What, What set of processes do you put in place or lists. how do you deal with that? A lot of lists. Lists, mm-hmm. <laughs> lists and notes. My notes app is insane. Mm-hmm. I have different categories of stuff and I have the general to-do of the day. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, that whole act of marking things off or knowing that I took care of that, then I took care of that. Like my, my Google calendar absolutely runs my life. Yeah. <laughs> so knowing that, say I have eight or 10 things to do today that are, that are scheduled, when I get all of those done, I'm like, oh my God, like I'm exhausted as you are at the end of any good day, but right. holy crap, was I productive? You feel good. Feel great. I posted a status recently that was like exhaustion from doing a lot or like being in action is so much better than the exhaustion from the frustration of procrastination. Right. Oh it's gosh. always yeah. exhaustion, but it feels so much better to have done stuff. Do you ever have a challenge with procrastination? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. some days I'm, I'm, I'm human. <laughs> and it's, it's really, I find it honestly more when I don't have a full schedule of stuff to do. If it's just an open day and I can just kind of jump around. So like, even if I block schedule, like, okay, from this hour to this hour, I'm working on stock video clips from this hour to this hour, I'm posting in Facebook groups, you know, all that different. If I can just keep myself on task oriented, oriented to tasks, I'll have a good day. You know, that reminds me, so inside of entire task, we have like these four areas of the business, right? We have promotion, production, provision, and pedestrian. Nice. And promotion is that posting in Facebook groups, doing your marketing, stuff like that. And production is like creating your courses, right? That's the production part. And I find that that is one of the nicest things inside of entire task is that I can block, I can just say filter for all of my promotion stuff. I love that. And yeah, that to me is, is beautiful. That's really cool. Yeah. And you know what else I do? 
as well, like today, this is Monday, right? I, I do all of my interviews at certain days, right? Yeah. There's certain days and certain times when I chunk that out because on the other side of my business is development of the application, right? Right. And so that's production for me is developing the application. Absolutely. And I get ideas from interviewing people like yourself, like <laughs> what could I add into the app to make sure it works for yeah. these business people? And, but production is such a different mindset. Oh, absolutely. From promotion. Absolutely. It's like, I have to keep them on different, totally different minds. Yeah. Schedules. And then of course, the administration, you know, of the business, that's a whole <laughs> other stuff. kettle of fish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. the planning piece of it. And it's interesting. And so with your notes, how do you keep them organized? Do you like tag them? What do you do? Yeah, essentially. So I have Bear, which is a notes app, and it mm-hmm. gives me hashtags mm-hmm. with categories. And that's how I kind of follow. And I that's hate to great. shut this off. I uh, actually got another call that I got to jump onto. We were right on half right? hour, which is what we like to do. So let's go. What is your free gift today for our... Yeah, absolutely. So I actually have a absolutely free 10-minute webinar that you can uh-huh. kind of learn the three secrets to film your online course at home to start that kind of process. And it's super simple. You go to filmmyonlinecourse.com slash the number three secrets webinar. So it's awesome. 10 minutes, which is, it's not a 60 or 90 minute crazy webinar, like all that normal stuff, 10 minute webinar. And it gives you info, no fluff, awesomeness. And uh, we'll teach you a bunch. Awesome. Thanks so much, Noah, for coming on today. Oh, Appreciate thank you for having it. me. This has been awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Love getting to know you. Most definitely. We'll, uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Yeah, sounds good. For sure. Bye. Right, have a great rest of your day. You too. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please leave us a review. It really helps others to decide if they're going to listen to. This series has been all about clarity, power, and follow through. Entire Task can help you get clear with its vision board. It gives you the power to do what's most important with our algorithms and to chunk things down so it's easy to follow through. Check it out at entiretask.com.